Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Okay, so let's talk about sleep and the importance of it. I think it's very important, but I want to hear your thoughts on Mm -hmm. sleep hygiene, what it does for recovery. Is it even important for physical therapy? Is it something people should even take into consideration? What do you think? I mean... I mean, I, I think the obvious question is sleep is important. I mean, question, the obvious answer is obviously sleep is important, but I think people don't realize how important sleep really is, right? Um, I think, I mean, you may be the same, uh, obviously you're the same, but what happens is <laughs> patients come in and, you know, they, they look like, oh my God, I'm tired, uh, I'm hurting, and then, they, and, and then they have such a hard time getting either through their PT session or throughout the day, and then, you know, a lot of PTs feel to ask the question, are you getting enough sleep? Yeah, right. I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that I strive to really address with my mm-hmm. patients. I'm sure you do the same thing. And, and the reason is because sleep is such uh, an importance as far as recovery and as far as getting the things done. At the same time, in our last episode, we talked so much about pain. Right. Right. So if you don't get enough sleep... You don't recover, you don't heal, so more than likely your pain is not going to change much. Right. Right. So, um, and and when it comes down to recovery, it's not just about sleep. It's also about what you're eating um, and you know how you're doing what you're doing every day. But if you're not addressing how much you're sleeping, um, and not even then, right? One can lay in bed for eight hours, and mm-hmm. their sleep can be very inefficient. That's a very good point. Right. That's a good point. So, really trying to figure out um, what their sleep. Uh, pattern or their sleep cycle is like for example if i have a patient that has a hard time falling asleep mm-hmm. but we know that she has a hard time also getting enough hours in the day to sleep at night to sleep then she can go to bed you know maybe just a tad bit earlier mm-hmm. than she's used to sleeping and she sets her alarm this is the time i need to go to bed no matter what because i have to wake up at this time to go to work right right so i think that so i think before you continue that what you're, I think everything you said is all encompassing to the phrase sleep hygiene. Yes. Right? You're mm-hmm. developing habits mm-hmm. to develop good sleep hygiene. Yes. Um, exactly. And as far as athletes, right? I think athletes as well, um, they don't recover enough. Sure. So they don't sleep enough, right? I mean, everybody in general, I think me and you have had a few sleepless nights running a business. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and we feel it the next day. And what kind of things. I mean, what kind of things do you practice to help you sleep? So the the easiest thing that I did was not put a TV in my bedroom. Mm, Okay. Now, some of the easiest things that people can think of, don't use your phone at night, right? Mm -hmm. It's because of all the the blue light stuff. yeah. Yeah. So I thought if I take out the stimulus altogether... It's, you know, I'm not going to be as tempted to. So that mm-hmm. was something that I started practicing 
mm-hmm. long time ago. And it's made a difference. I find myself, I know that my body starts relaxing when I'm in my room because there's nothing for me to do unless I get lost on my phone. I mm-hmm. try my best to, I, that's the second thing, is take the phone out of the equation. Mm-hmm. When I'm in my room, I treat it purely as my not sanctuary, but my area of comfort, mm-hmm. relaxation, and it's gotten better. It was. It took time. I yeah. find myself getting lost on social media yeah. somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So taking out the television from my bedroom, I still have one in the living room, right? I mm-hmm. don't use my phone. I limit my time on the phone as much as, as I much can. As yeah. um, I don't eat food as much as I can help it with two hours within bedtime, mm-hmm. potentially three, but sometimes we have late nights. Yeah. Um, and I try my best to be consistent with the time I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I've learned, like, I've recently been really good about making sure around 10 o'clock I start winding down. Mm-hmm. And I'll make my way into bed by 11. And typically I'll be, in, I'll be asleep by 1130. Yeah, I, th- I think that's something we all need to do, right? Something that's very overstimulating for us as individuals. Don't do it right before bed, right? Like me right now during COVID, I obviously do what I do, but to wind down, I sometimes play video games. Yeah, but, I play, but that's what you do. But I play Call of Duty. Oh, so then you're uh, So I'm like, oh, I have to like, <laughs> and, and I'm so like laying not. there and I'm like, man, I should have killed that guy. I should have done this, you know, and it's a game, but I probably shouldn't be playing like at nine o'clock at night because it's going to get me all amped up. <laughs> um, so I think. But it's also, I will say. You know, I, I hate to cut you off, but I, I think like because I can find myself doing stuff that just to distract me from mm. the constant mind running. This is allowing yeah. you to completely shut down. Mm-hmm. Granted, there could be a better way to reduce the stimulus, but <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. I'm just speaking to yeah. this is your way of disconnecting from, from the world. exactly. Yeah. So that's another option. Yeah, um, I, I think that people need to track their sleep hygiene a lot better. Um, And, you know, we're surrounded by technology everywhere we go. Mm -hmm. No matter Mm -hmm. if it's late at night, early in the morning, I don't know, the first thing people do is look at their phone. Yeah. Any new notifications, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I even catch myself like 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. You're just up. And then as soon as I look at the phone, like I can't fall asleep. Like I even just open it, even to look at the time and the brightness. I don't know. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's all mental. And then I'll just put it away and... No, I was like, damn it, I can't fall asleep. <laughs> so I, I literally, when I get up in the, in the in the middle of the night, I like keep my eyes closed as much as possible to go to the restroom, and mm-hmm. then I walk back. And then because like, I know because I know if I open my eyes, it's, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not crazy. I I know that that's happened to me before. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you mentioned technology, mm-hmm. right? And I think there's a lot of devices out there that people use, right? Mm-hmm. Where we can talk about the ones that most common, Fitbit. Uh, you Apple have Watch. Apple Watch, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's apps on your phone, which I'm still unsure how they track it when there's no like de- wearable device on you. Mm-hmm. But there's the Ring. There's a ton of stuff out there. there there's um, there's an HRV app mm-hmm. that what you do is you open the app and kind of like what we're about to talk about the mm-hmm. Whoop that they'll like you'll put your finger up against the camera. Oh yeah. And it's supposed to say that but it only does it like one I mean only when you wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's not continuous. That makes sense. Yeah. So which you know, you brought it up, whoop. We both have a whoop strap. You'll see it on the <laughs> on our uh, YouTube channel. The the whoop is a great wearable mm-hmm. device that measures heart rate variability, mm-hmm. right? And, and what is heart rate variability? Oh, that's such a good question. So heart rate variability is 
monitoring of the heart on a continuous basis and the ability to respond to daily stimulus mm -hmm. the very you know variability the how your heart varies throughout the day mm -hmm. okay so it's kind of in the phrase and so what this whoop does mm -hmm. you want to add on to that before so, so i mean so when it, so you know Everybody thought that the heartbeat was the standard, right? If you have a low heart rate. Oh, right. Right. Mm -hmm. um, like, let's say 50 or 55. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What, what does your sit at? Your uh, 48. 40. Damn, girl. I know. Mine's, I, like, mine's like 53. Well, that's... You're like five points <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like 80. Nombre. Um, well, so what's the difference between heart rate variability and just knowing your heart rate, right? Well, I mean, I would chime in, right? But my, my explanation was the variance of how your body responds to your daily stimulus that variability is it's basically measuring what your heart rate is i, I think i might be going in a circle here but what are you trying to get at so um kind of when i tell my patients about the whoop i tell them okay there's heart rate and there's heart rate variability right mm -hmm. and so if to keep math simple if you think about 60 beats a minute or 60 heartbeats a minute then you mm -hmm. would assume that it's one heat, one heartbeat per second. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. But in reality, heart rate variability is the difference between those heartbeats. So mm -hmm. if you have a heartbeat at one second, mm -hmm. the next one's at 0.7, the mm -hmm. next one's at 1.3, the next one's at 0.6, mm -hmm. the next one's at 1.4. That's the variability in the heartbeat. So that means that your heart does not have to work consistently at the same pace to pump that blood through your system. Okay, yeah. that's that makes sense. And so, and so, the greater the variability between those numbers, whether it's one point two, point eight, one point one, and point nine, whatever it is, the greater that variability, mm -hmm. the uh, more recovered you are. So, you went into like the nitty gritty, which makes perfect <laughs> sense. I, 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 what, that's kind of how I broke it down. And that, no, life. that's true. Yeah. And so, the variability between those heartbeats mm -hmm. is. Yes, you're more recovered. If you have that variance between those beats, that's that's demonstrating your ability to recover better. Mm -hmm. But what I was explaining was the because you're able to respond in that very or that extended way or that variance variability way, it's because your body A is more recovered and B, you're able to respond to your daily uh, daily stressors. Mm -hmm. You go into a meeting, so how does it detect we were talking about sleep, but how does it detect our activity level? Yeah, yeah. Right? It detects it through your response to your, the the activity that you're doing. You could have a stressful meeting and it'll re record it mm -hmm. as an activity because you're responding to mm -hmm. it. And maybe that variance of your heart rate has been now decreased and it's a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting to that, again, that variability in how you're responding. Or you, you're in a stressful situation, mm -hmm. and it's still very, um, I keep saying variable, but it's still variable. That means you're responding well, you're recovered well, and you have a good system to respond mm -hmm. to those type of situations. Mm -hmm. That's my understanding. Yes. And so, since we're talking about sleep, um, the whoop, like we're talking about, basically will tell you if you have slept well right right and and it goes more into the science of things there's literally nothing on this whoop there's no watch there's no clock there's no steps there's nothing but what it tells you it's how efficient you're working mm -hmm. and how efficient either you're working out sleeping and eating strain well you yeah, said the strain but the like the strain the strain there. yeah so um 
What does your HRV sit at when it's good? So mine's pretty low, relatively speaking. For me, mine would sit at like 87. There's some days where I'm barely flirting with 100. Mm. Um, but there's like, we have our reaction group that we're in. Yours can be, I think I've seen it like one seven. Yeah. It's like ridiculously high. <laughs> I don't even know. how. And so with that, with that, you have that variance yeah. and that's just showing that you can respond to your daily stressors and, and not even so much. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be high or low is what I understand. in one of the research articles that I came across mm-hmm. is if it's consistent, mm-hmm. And I have to dive into that a little bit more, but the heart rate variability in and of itself is is, is good. But mm-hmm. as long as like I can be at 87 and I'll recover in the green and I'm still obtaining good strain and good sleep, mm-hmm. but you're at 147 and you are also recovering in the green. Yeah. So in terms of describing it in that way, your heart rate variability is to you, to me, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's customized to you yes. based on your sleep cycles and, and everything and else. Eat, yeah. Exactly. So oh if you are going about your daily life and and constantly stressing your heart rate variability could potentially be high but you're recovering poorly Mm -hmm. so you have to find that happy medium yeah and the reason why we love the whoop yeah because it's very predictable as far as injury as well oh yeah Yeah, so i wouldn't say it's predictable but it's correlated correlated with low recovery high injury rate. exactly yeah you don't want to use it as an injury predictor but i do like the correlation Mm -hmm. phrase because i do think there's a lot of um there's a lot of correlation with it so um relationship even so so i'll I'll bring up my example so when we talk about numbers 87 like danielle said Mm -hmm. earlier or 90 or 50 or 30 that's the percent of recovery Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so so that, that so you're like a hundred percent sleep. Yeah, bringing it back to sleep. So if you have ninety seven percent recovery, that means that you're in the green. That means that you're really well and you're primed to take on some strain. Like you can go kick ass in a workout mm-hmm. and like you have the fine. potential. You to have the do potential. It. <laughs> Sometimes you don't feel like it, but it, but you you, you would be uh, use your example and I can talk about. So mine. um, I'll, I'll go to to my example a few months ago. Well, last May twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So I went. Um, I didn't get enough sleep. I slept maybe like four hours and I really wanted to play basketball. So I still woke up at seven to go play basketball. And my recovery rate was 2%. I've seen that too. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so I had... Did sleep. you? How did you feel? I'm just curious. I, I felt tired. I was okay. really tired. I felt sleepy. I probably ate like crap the day before. Did something. You know? So my recovery was really bad. I hadn't been sleeping well. I mean... I had just started my business, COVID, everything. And I was like, so I'm sure there's a lot of things that were going into my recovery. Uh, but I went to go play basketball and literally nothing. No one touched me. I didn't do anything. I made a jab step to make mm. a move and I didn't make a move. <laughs> <laughs> nothing uh, happened. Nothing, nothing well, happened. something did move. <laughs> yes. My, my ankle, I sprained it horribly. Like, the worst thing ever and my and this <laughs> ankle had always given me a few issues here and there it always felt stiff kind of felt achy mm-hmm. never got it injured though i always kind of did things for it you know here and there but i found it so weird that you know i, I was you know i believed in the whoop but i didn't believe in it you know i'm like, so with you i am so with you and i'll tell you why but so, I wanna finish, so, finish your so story. I, I didn't believe in it and then i believed in it because my recovery rate was crap i didn't do anything to elicit an injury, I just didn't take care of myself. And 
lo and behold, boom, I sprained my ankle and I was out and I was working out consistently. I was doing things consistently and I was, I, I was out for three to four months because mm-hmm. of it, because it was a really bad sprain. Now, I will play devil's advocate here. You know, uh-huh. do you think there's a mental component? To oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, some people have argued that with me. Just throwing that out there. I do believe in what I do believe in the whoop now for my own experience as well. But I'm just kind of. So but so the thing about it is I didn't know my recovery was that bad. Oh, OK. Well, so, that's good. So, so I didn't know. Like I knew my recovery was probably not going to be good. But you just. But then of- I looked at it later. I was like, oh, shit. Like yeah. I hurt myself. My recovery was like two or three percent. I remember, like, it was, like, red. Like, it was, like, not there. Like, it was, like, <laughs> It like, gave you 2%. Like, like, the whoop was, like, oh, I'll give you 2%, but you're probably because- not there. <laughs> I was going to say that. Like, here, we can't give you one, but we we'll give, give you two. zero. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they feel sorry and, for me sometimes. Uh, or the- and, you okay. know, um, that's, that's kind of what happened to me. And ever since then, I really take it to heart. Maybe a little bit too much now. Like, if it says, <laughs> oh, you should strain yourself like a five today i'm, I'm gonna lay yeah, in bed all day which, like, <laughs> yeah, it has a strain recommendation yeah. it's called a strain coach i yeah. think that you brought up a really good point about mm. the whoop you know it does give you that um if you recover and we didn't talk about the 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 categories yeah. red yellow green mm-hmm. right um and so if, if we recovered in the two percent the strain coach will say like or, red right yeah. it'll say optimal strain is five point something yeah. and that is what walking around yeah, like, you can like get that in the morning working throughout the day yeah yeah just, just well yeah throughout the day that's yeah. true mm-hmm. i mean low level activity kind of thing so the whole situation of like did did, was i really a believer in whoop was kind of when i started noticing that i would i would constantly see my my recovery like in the red but i'd ignore it and i'm like oh i'm 25 or something so i'd still go work out pretty hard and i was fine as the next day i recovered i was like man this whoop isn't gonna this this is a big lie like Mm -hmm. i'm i like it but is it really so i went like i think it was a week where i kept recovering in the red and i kept training hard and it was that weekend that i i I was working on building up to like max effort sprint or something on the Mm -hmm. air runner and i had been working up to it like a couple weeks before um i had been hydrating because there's you know there's a journal and anyways the point is i strained my hamstring that weekend Mm -hmm. and my wreck my history was all poor recovery Mm -hmm. i was overreaching and all all i had to do was dial my training back a little bit maybe not get as crazy over the weekend and Mm -hmm. just kind of alter and listen to my body because i stopped looking at my recovery like thursday friday into saturday and assume that you know i was fine like i feel fine so i'm gonna go with how i feel mm-hmm. and the day that i strained my hamstring i just mm-hmm. I, I looked at it later and i think i was still sitting in the strong 18 yeah. percent right so if i would have again altered what i was doing or altered my my uh, workouts i think i would have been in yeah. a better position do i think i wouldn't have strained my hamstring eh, i'm not no. really too sure but I do think that if I was smarter about allowing myself to dial it back and not mm. kick my own butt every other or every day almost, I might have had a better outcome. And, and that's the thing with um, the whoop, right? It measures, it measures your HRV, but your HRV doesn't necessarily just uh, respond to or give you data based on your heartbeat. It gives you data based on how you're eating, yeah. how you're sleeping. And how you're working out. That's so, the whole journal thing that yeah, I mentioned. Mm-hmm. So you can talk talk more to that. So every morning, um, you customize questions to you in the morning that 
uh, apply morals to you. Like, uh, I'd never changed mine. You probably changed yours up because there's like general questions. Oh, yeah. Different questions. Mm -hmm. So the whoop takes about 30 days to get to know you, basically. Right. You have to give yourself 30 days to do that. You give yourself 30 days. And then, uh, but you have questions um, that are applied, that you can put in your diary that apply most to you. Like mine is, did you have caffeine yesterday? Mm -hmm. Did you take anything for sleep? Uh, like a sleep medication. Um, what else does it ask me? Did you share a bed? Yeah. Did you um, did you look at a device before you were in bed? Did you read a book before you were in bed? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those were book the books were those <laughs> those were questions that apply to me. Um, and so I made that diary. And so every every day you're answering the same questions. Right. So then it keeps a record of hey when you drink caffeine this is how you respond mm-hmm. when you sleep in a bed with your wife you should probably sleep on the couch instead no but it just <laughs> i do think that's funny though when it yeah, asks if you sleep with someone yeah. and the recovery is bad yeah. it's like this is why this i don't sleep why. good <laughs> i do that all the time just saying um so so i mean but in reality you know it takes all these factors into it and it's really tailored to you and it and you know other people tell me it's like oh i think i was that person because i think you told me about this whoop mm-hmm. a long time ago and i had i've been people, asking you to get it forever and then people would tell me and i would always just i'm a bit i'm a bit and i get people that say it all the time mm-hmm. but then you realize that there's nothing to this like it doesn't look like there's anything but there's so much technology behind it um uh, because wife, that's all it does yeah that's all it does it doesn't tell you steps now i know for our avid fitbit users out there as long as it keeps you moving, go for it. But if you are looking to really dive into all of these, um, all of these, all this information that's being provided, Whoop is the way to go, kind of thing. Yeah. But you were saying, I'm sorry. Go well, for it. no. Um, going back to that, what you just said, it it, it measures you internally, like mm-hmm. your your body, like what's it, what's going on inside you, and the Whoop is what is a standard to telling you how your body is doing without going to doctor and getting all these tests done. Right. Right. Like, right. Like that's what I think. And that's how I see it. Um, so my wife was really skeptical and she's uh, works out very, very hard. <laughs> and she's like, I got a Fitbit. I got a Fitbit. So then I, <laughs> so then if y'all want to code from us, by the way, we'll, we'll send you yes, a code. <laughs> and we got a team for you to join. We're all we're all in the same group. And so we compete against each other. Um, but, you know, she got it and she was like, ah, a lot of horseshit, you know, like it's, it's <laughs> it, crap. Sucks. it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but in reality, I know I she ended up, she ended up loving it because she works out very hard and then she wasn't giving herself enough time to recover. And then before you know it, you're waking up and you're like, Oh my, my, my recovery is bad. I should take it easy. Mm-hmm. And so it allows you to kind of scale it back or turn it up a notch depending on how you recover. And then it makes you a better athlete. I think so. You know, I, I think a uh, better athlete, and by athlete we mean anything, like a weekend warrior. There you go. Whatever it is that you do that keeps you active, it just makes you better, and it gives you more energy to know where you're at. Um, anyways, so with with the Whoop, I really love it. I think it's a great product. Um, it isn't, it, it's free, but there's a caveat. <laughs> you pay a membership per yeah. month. But you, you, I think you um, <clears throat> didn't talk too much about this. Jur- the reports mm-hmm. we get weekly reports and monthly and uh, oh yeah, weekly, monthly, and then I think you get a yearly. And report. we get the annual review, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, you're paying monthly, but you're and if you, you know you have to step back and think, is it worth it? I, I mean, both of us can attest to it. Yes, but mm-hmm. you actually have to look at the data while you're training. Like mm-hmm. if you really want to get be at your optimal level and maintain and honestly not even look to enhance your performance but longevity help mm-hmm. you know living a healthy life 
Mm-hmm. I think the the Fitbit and the Apple Watch are great. They get people moving. They kind of give you you know goals to strive for. But to get to know yourself better, I think something like the Whoop. I don't think there's anything else like the Whoop out there. I don't think so either. No. Well, I no, I was gonna say the Ring that I know oh, the NBA, the NBA players. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if they're if it's still being used. The Nuva Ring. Yeah, that one. I'm no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the one. It's not no, it's the like a Q ring. ring or something. I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm not even going to believe you. That's what I kept for trusting you on that one. Um, no, but if you are interested in the Whoop, I, I think that'd be a great product for you to yeah. get your to get to know yourself better, avoid injury, and get healthier. Um, do you have anything to add to that? Well, you know, I'm looking at, and I looked at. Um, recent studies on it and this is something that is good for everybody you Mm -hmm. mentioned like not just athletes i want i want to make that very clear for you know all for everyone who's listening it is a good tool to use to help guide your your way of your active lifestyle whatever that may encompass Mm -hmm. when you go and record your activities because it will detect when your heart rate has increased Mm -hmm. and and again we we did touch on that heart rate variability and and i went to look it up a little bit and the example you used is there and it talks about the higher the 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 greater the the heart rate variability the better but then it dives into it there's a ton of research check out whoop.com you'll see everything that we're talking about but I want to make it clear that it is something that will help facilitate a healthier lifestyle. And I, I don't want to use the word avoid injury as much. I mean, we are, I do want to make it clear that it can help reduce, reduce the, the likelihood injury. of it, right? Mm-hmm. I do think that it's, it can be helpful in, in that light, in providing good insight on, based on how you recovered the night before, this will determine how hard you train the next time, right? I do think that's a great tool mm-hmm. to have. And. You know, going going back to where we started with sleep, what's really cool that I like about it, it's like, it tells you, right? It gets to know you, so you know what time you usually go to bed, what time you usually wake up. Yeah. So then it'll tell oh, you. that's right. So then the night before, like when you're getting ready for bed, or like a few hours before you get to bed, there's a notification from the Whoop that says, for optimal strain tomorrow, go to bed by this time to wake up at this time. I'm not going to lie, I ignore it sometimes, <clears throat> but it comes on yeah. every night. <laughs> every and night. <laughs> it at least puts that bug in my ear, like, okay, do I have a really hard day tomorrow? Yeah. I'll find myself finding my way to bed earlier, mm-hmm. even though it may not be at the time it suggests. It's kind of like that reminder that it's on your phone. Again, you don't see anything on the Whoop. It's, a compl- it's just a strap. And... It's a great tool, again, and it's a subtle reminder that, hey, if you're looking to perform or just get by, it'll you have three options. Yeah. It's like optimal performance, something in the middle, and then just get by. It'll say, okay, well, you can go to bed later, and mm-hmm. you should be just fine you know, if you get this, this amount of sleep. Yes. I, I, I love that feature. And then when you wake up the next morning, it, it doesn't go by like, the, like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch to tell you, oh, you slept this much time. No, it'll tell you how many disturbances you had that night, how many times you woke mm-hmm. up. It'll also tell you you were recommended eight hours of sleep. You only slept five and a half. Your sleep efficiency was 55, 60%, whatever. And then you're like, crap, I could have slept more. But then, so, and then you don't even have to tell it, right? Like, I, I think with the Apple Watch and the Fitbit, you have to like click on it, oh, working out. Yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> I've never sleep. had those two, yeah. so I understand that's how. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what it is because I had the Fitbit. It's like, oh, going to bed, and this just detects it. You don't have to do anything. You just wear it. Uh, I had a patient ask about it the other day. She's like, oh, but charging it, you know, like that's why I never wear my Apple Watch because I forget to charge it. It's like literally the charger is mobile. Like you, you charge this charger and then you put it on, you take it off, and you never take it off. 
two days ago was the first time I ever tore. Uh, tore. Took Don't off, be saying that stuff. Took off my Fitbit in a year. Oh my gosh. I never have taken it off. It was very dirty. But Ew. <laughs> your but, Fitbit? Where did you wear your Fitbit? No. So I oh, never, the Whoop. The Whoop, sorry. Did oh, I say Fitbit? Yeah, you said Fitbit. Oh, I was my like, bad. why no, would you so I, Fitbit? I, I haven't taken off my Whoop. And my wife lost our charger. Oh, that's so. She lost one. <laughs> I've lost mine too. And and then she lost the other one. Oh, okay, that's. And then I was like, I have never taken this off. What am I going to do? And it wasn't on, so I was like, I was like, no, my data, you know. But, <laughs> right. But yeah, once yeah. you, I, I, was, I went to a wedding this past weekend, and I was advised to take it off, and I said, but I don't want to. <laughs> I'll put, they even have like different accessories yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. like nicer bands. Yeah, the gold ones. Yes. They cost like 120 mm-hmm. bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet. But I, was, I, I felt the same way. <laughs> I don't take it off. I, I mean, you can shower with it. I haven't gone that far. I mean, we, we don't, I don't shower for like 20 minutes, but I'll take it off. And then as soon as I get out of the shower, I put it back on. Yeah, I shower It with is it. waterproof. Yeah, you can yeah, shower you can with shower, it. You can swim with it. Yeah. They have new stuff for, for it too. Like if you work out sometimes when I do like kettlebell work or any kind of work that... Mm-hmm. Kind of hits it. There like you a, do have the bicep. Yeah, mm-hmm. the bicep strap. But we're doing a heck of a job with promotion. Yeah. <laughs> this is by no way sponsored. Yeah. We thoroughly enjoy this product. Um, it, again, we have a group. It's the reaction group. It, both of us are in there. Come hang, join it. Uh, we'll provide uh, Edwin's link or code. You can get yeah. your code. We'll put the codes. We'll yeah. put both codes. If you like Daniel Butter, you can use your code. Or if you like, you get a free month. Just and if you like just me, pick mine. You actually, get two free months. Actually, we'll just, we'll just put my code. That's what I said. You I'm just kidding. Um, but actually, with our codes, you get a free month and we get a free month. Yeah, so, so let's let's do this together and save money. If you wanted to do this and give it a try, I advise it. Because it does cost, we didn't go over the cost, but it costs oh, about yeah. 30 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. If, so. you, if you pay up front, obviously, like a year or six months, it's a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. You save um, a good amount, I think. Yeah, you save a good amount of money. I just go month by month because somehow I always convince someone to join. And and then they ended up loving it, mm-hmm. but I think I've only I've had it for a year. I think I've only paid for two months. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> we tell them to join the group so we can all p- compete against each other. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, you're probably bored about the whoop now. Well, okay, so yeah, we kind of talked the whoop out, so to speak. But the main thing that we're talking about bringing it back is sleep, sleep. and recovery. Yeah, sleep and recovery is important. Don't underestimate it. Find find time to start winding down. Get a regimen going. Mm-hmm. You know, try and be consistent with the time you go to sleep. I realize it's hard with the daily stressors. You know, Edwin talked about having to really navigate the business and you know make sure that he's paying attention to himself, to his wife, all those things. Same with me. You know, making sure I'm taking care of myself, etc. Those of you who have kids, I'm sure it's a lot more yeah. challenging. You definitely have to find the time uh, to to get more efficient at recovering, whether it be sleep and eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it's easy sometimes to, you know, drive to the drive-through, get some food late at night, and then have crappy sleep. But that really affects it. That's something we need to talk about really quick. The whoop. If you eat like shit and you drink <laughs> the night before, like your recovery is gonna be like two. It will tell you your recovery is crap. Like, what what were you thinking? I think one of the times I said that. Yeah, it's true though. Yeah. Like it's it's funny when you feel it, but when you see it yeah. too, you're like, dang. And then you look back, you're like, it's because I ate that damn burger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or I shouldn't have stayed. I I should have gone to bed an hour earlier. Instead, I was on my phone forever or something like that. Uh, I don't know if this happened to you, but before when I used to drink, I like had the best restful sleep ever. Now I'm like tossing and turning, and then my recovery would be like two percent. I was like, damn it, I shouldn't drink. 
So now so I don't like drinking. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with drinking. Like, yeah. I know, I'm just saying. But what I'm saying is that you now now that you've learned that you, you know, in hindsight, everything's 2020. If you didn't drink as much as you did in the past, or vice versa, with mm-hmm. me too, I, I think I, we would have been. I would have been healthier, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Or I'm sorry, episode. Get some sleep, recover well. And get a whoop. Yeah, get a whoop. We encourage it. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. Laters. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano. Where Where you you come come first. first.